Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. throat boys here <laughs> we just we got the clearest pipes in the game ladies gotta clear them uh, pipes what was that gotta clear them pipes clear them pipes if you're gonna podcast lore boys here uh we're a lore podcast we do uh game and tabletop and tv and movie lore uh if you've ever been interested in events that didn't happen to people who didn't exist uh we're your boys uh my name as always is peter o'donohue and joining me from well, just around the corner, really. He's close by, from down in, in Mexico City. Hola, senores, lore. Uh, I'm uh, uh, James Miller. I'm here from Mexico City with a little bit of a Mexican cold. Could you... Uh, yeah. Sorry, could, I don't speak Spanish. Could you translate? What did you? What was that you just said? Sorry. You got to turn the subtitles uh, on Discord. Oh, my bad, my <laughs> yeah. bad. What's, yeah. the, what's the hockey again? Is it V? Yeah, okay. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's Alta 4, and then okay. uh, the dub for Jamie <laughs> is not excellent, but it's all right. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm back. No, Alt F4 didn't work. That was weird. Like, close the program. Oh, that's weird. That's fucked up. <laughs> anyway, uh, also from Canada, uh, we got uh, Ethan. Uh, yeah, wishing I could be in Mexico, but I applied for it, but hey. Have you are. had enough vacations here we, recently? Here we are sitting in Canada, huh? <laughs> uh, it's pretty nice down here. It's a lot of fun, a lot of really cool people. Got a nice big uh, Airbnb all to myself, but... Uh, nice I do miss home a little bit too. Yeah, nice picture of fruit. We'll nice. post that screenshot somewhere. Fruit painting. Yeah, like one of those one of those party hats, but nobody's wearing it. Yeah, yeah. It's on a, it's on a canvas. The canvas is wearing it. So, uh-huh. uh, well, yeah. that's where the cleaner comes out of actually, and she does wear it on her head. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. That's nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah, so anyway, if you're wondering about the audio, uh, it's because we're recording remote because Jambo's out of town, uh, but things will return to normal in, I don't know, three, four weeks, something like that. Mm-hmm. And Jamie's on a yeah. uh, shitty work headphone, so hence the crack. Yeah. It's not voice. so bad. It's and, not uh, so bad. It's my Steel Series. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fine. You sound good. Sponsored by Steel Series. <laughs> A um, couple of quick notes here, uh, just at the at the top of the episode. Uh, so, um, uh, first of all, big thank you. Uh, I know you'll never hear this, uh, sir, but uh, big thank you to the YouTuber Critical Rocket, uh, as well as everyone on Sarna.net, uh, where I did, uh, once again, the research for this one. Um, so, uh, we got a lot of reader mail that we need to get through uh, today. We've got actually three, one of which I just read is fucking hilarious. Uh, we'll do that at the end of the episode. Uh, people sent that to loreboyspodcast at gmail.com. And we've gotten a few requests from a lot of people. Uh, one of the consistent requests that we get a lot from a lot of people who listen to the show is more Battletech. And I decided to turn around and go back to something that I've done a lot of, and we're doing Battletech uh, one more time. Mecha Paladin is going to be so stoked. He just yeah, had me on theme. Yeah, <laughs> I, told him that, I told him we were doing more Battletech. And then we've gotten a couple of emails as well and, and comments on our YouTube channel uh, where people are just like on the Battletech videos just like, pretty thirsty for it. You're a bunch of thirsty boys, uh, these these Battletech folk here. Um, that, yeah, Battletech's great lore. Uh, and this is going to be a lot of fun for the whole episode. But Peter, to the right of you and behind, your picture's crooked. Just... Getting out of there at the beginning of the episode. Now, oh, that, we have, yeah. now that we have live feeds. I've been to that apartment so many times, I'm sure it's been crooked every single time, and I've never noticed, but now I notice. Uh, yeah, so this will be lost on our audio listeners, but behind me is a painting that my girlfriend's father did. Uh, it's actually crooked because it is not actually hung up. It is balanced between a molding and a guitar case. So oh, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah, nice. that's good. It's like that old it, saying. 
behind the plaster on the wall, there is all brick, so you can't drive in anything long enough to hold anything up. Ah. I don't have a concrete drill handy to put up, you know, paintings. Yeah. Dude, I speaking of drilling through concrete and weird things, I've been watching Forged by Fire. Holy crap, is that show fun, dude? People just build blades out of nothing, and then it's like <laughs> chopped. And then people, if your blade's not good enough, you get sent home, and you get sent to the next round. And then like, then at the end, they have to go home for five days and build a weapon from history, like a gladius or something. That's Hell a fucking yeah. sick show. Yeah, check it out, guys. That's on, it's on Netflix. <laughs> uh, it, I, I just googled it. I found it on the. It's like from the History Channel. So yeah, I don't think oh, it's on right. Netflix Canada. But it used to play in the break room at work all the time. Nice. Uh, so anyway. So Peter, what the um, hell are we talking about? <laughs> more Battletech. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about crooked paintings uh, throughout the history of the Inner Sphere. Everyone okay, who's ever had a crooked painting. Uh, and how annoying it was for everybody talking to them on video conferences. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, I, today I want to focus on uh, like a legendary persona throughout the entire Battletech universe. Uh, this is somebody I discovered a little while ago uh, and always kind of wanted to cover again. And then today I was like, okay, today is the day we're going to do it. Yes. So not somebody that we've talked about? No. Because we've talked a lot of Battletech. We, uh, we've we have five, or, a lot of five or six episodes, I think. This, this is the sixth one, I believe. Okay. Uh, I may have mentioned this uh, idea in passing, okay. uh, but today is the first time we're going to focus entirely on um the bounty hunter who is cool. like easily one of the coolest people well people one of the coolest things i've read about uh in battletech thus far and i've read a lot of crazy bullshit about battletech he's on uh, the history channel right like dog the bounty hunter i think i <laughs> yeah. saw it after forged by fire uh i think he passed <laughs> yeah. away recently didn't he i think oh, his no. wife died oh is it his wife was it That's his sad. wife or dog i don't know Whichever I one of you is still kicking, tweet at me and let me know you're still alive. Whether it be Dog or Mrs. Dog. Yeah, Dog, dog, we miss you. Dog, reach out. <laughs> Your family misses you. Um, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get into, like, we'll, we'll be talking about Dog the Bounty Hunter a lot and all of the people that he's arrested in Space Miami or okay. wherever the fuck that show is set. Or is it Vegas? Probably Reno or something. Well, I don't Florida. know. Yeah. yeah, He's a bounty hunter. He must go all over, right? Which is the state with the least laws? Um, um, Texas? It's going to be like, yeah, some southern state. Maybe Alabama? I know maybe. in Missouri, or not Missouri, but uh, maybe it's Missouri or Mississippi. I think it's Mississippi. You can drink and drive as long as you're not over the limit. So you can have like right. a beer in your car while you're driving. <laughs> wow. That's pretty lawless, That's right? Like. I mean, yeah. listen, guys, I've been extolling the virtues of taking the queen off our money for a long time, and I'm just saying, sounds like a good idea. All that freedom. <laughs> yeah, but think of all the Comes tea that we have to dump into the harbor. <laughs> um, so anyway, as far as Dog the Bounty Hunter goes in Battletech, um, it's not known when the Bounty Hunter started kind of like making their name around the Inner Sphere, Hunting but bounties. stories of an individual, sorry? Hunting bounties. Hunting bounties, yeah. All the all the bounties started disappearing, and people were just like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. I keep putting prices on people's heads, and these heads keep showing up. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, that's a strange coincidence. I just said I wanted yeah. that guy dead. <laughs> I offered money for service, and then services were rendered. I truly don't understand how this works. <laughs> uh, there's no way I could be culpable for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you get a receipt? No? Oh, good, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> um, anyway, stories of an individual piloting a green Warhammer heavy mech started servicing in the 2920s. Okay. Now, Warhammer well, is something is... I'm familiar with. Uh, yes. Well, the Warhammer battle mech is one of the more iconic looking ones that people who like the show, like, like the show, like the series would recognize. Um, it's very square, has like two very long arms and like a little shoulder mounted missile rack and the cockpit's in the middle, like... It's, it's like in the middle of the chest because it doesn't have a neck or a head. It's like a little square man, basically. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Well, uh, so this person was piloting a green Warhammer, um, and they started being, you know, kind of recognized around the Inner Sphere in the 2920s. Uh, this individual at the time was confirmed to be a man uh, and quickly, quickly gained fame and fortune by hunting down some of the most dangerous mech warriors uh, in the system at the time, like taking the hardcore bounties. Okay. Was, was what was going on here and always like coming back successful. So always yep. taking the top dog, like prison rules, you get into the yard, 
you shank the toughest guy kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he brought his heavy chested wife with him everywhere in the passenger seat. <laughs> and <laughs> they had the, they had like a bear mace module, right? Oh, no. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The, the Warhammer was iconic for being armed with twin uh, PPCs, a short-range missiles, and bear mace launcher, which <laughs> <laughs> you know, useless in combat against other mechs, but, but very good bears. against infantry and space bears. And bears. Oh. Yeah. Dude, imagine you saw a space bear coming at you. <laughs> Ghost I would bear mace right. is a little would it, plan invasion. Would it just be you. a? Would it just be a tardigrade? Because they're sometimes called water bears. Oh and they yeah, can live in space, those really right? the microscopic, microscopic. Yeah, yeah, the unkillable things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can like be frozen or like live in like burn them, like burning places, and they can live in space, like exposed. As far as I yeah. know, yeah, no, yeah. they can. That's why I, I mentioned it because we were talking about space bears. Yeah, yeah. No, the, they're so the, small though. We, you could, I could like fuck one of those up, dude. I'm not worried about space bears. <laughs> you saying you're stronger than space, Jamie? I don't fucking <laughs> I don't, think so. Well, I don't. I'm stronger than a tardigrade. Well, yeah. actually, I say that, but some small thing has infected my body right now. But I think yeah. I'll beat it. I, yeah, I think, like, I'm okay. stronger than a tardigrade, but all this Mexican pollen is really fucking me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, most of the bounties, uh, as with any bounty, it, were uh, were labeled as dead or alive. Uh, but the bounty hunter didn't believe in roommates, so his marks were uh, delivered more often than not in body bags. Ooh, uh, okay. Yeah, dead or alive was not is not big on that idea. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you gave me a choice. I'm going to choose the dead one. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't have to, like, yeah. talk to... I don't have to talk to this guy on the way back when I'm, yeah. like, bringing back to whatever planet had had a price out on his head, right? It's an awkward yeah, ride. It's like taking the, ele- yeah, taking the elevator with someone after you fire them. You don't want to have to do that, right? I tried just to play the quiet game once, and the guy broke the rules immediately, so I just killed everybody since. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of the stories of this man were hard to believe, like stories of him fighting and defeating entire battalions of enemy mech warriors single-handed. Uh, however, the most famous story is in this first era of the bounty hunter, while unconfirmed, is still attributed to him. Uh, he hunted down and killed 29 people who had robbed a bank on the planet of El Giza. Okay, like the pyramid. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there were yeah, like two exactly. robbers raiding a team. More than 29 people died to make the pyramid, so I think. There's no way to prove that. Yeah, well, he was going to, he was going to get the rest of them. Okay, got it. Yeah, got he's it. like, yeah. whoa, did some of the slaves survive? I don't fuck, not on my watch. <laughs> That's it, it was uh, 2,071, or uh, 29,071 people died, and they were like, let's make this an even 3,000. Would you really just yes. <laughs> go finish off the last 29? <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay you. <ya. laughs> um, so uh, he collected <clears throat> millions. Uh, <laughs> he collected millions in bounties from the no- from the noble house Humphreys, and earned even more when he sold the bank robbers' mechs. So not only did he kill all twenty nine of them and he collect the money shit. from the bounties, he salvaged and scrapped and sold their mechs. Which is why <laughs> this one is just like hard to believe. But they were just like, yeah. in all, they're dead. He's rich. All their mechs are gone. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. The back What's of up? his uh, mech actually just has uh, a tow truck type thing, and he just towed like twenty nine mechs all the way home. Yeah, got him in a little line. Bring those home. <laughs> yeah, bunch of old lawn mowers and a stove that nobody's using. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I have to tell you guys this. In Mexico, around eleven thirty p.m., there's like this um, car that drives, and there's all this Spanish, uh, Spanish woman speaking really loud through a loudspeaker. And I didn't know what was going on. I asked the local. It's this person who buys an old microwaves and stoves and then puts them in her car and then sells them to other people. What a crazy system. I mean, anything to make a buck, right? Yeah, man. Right? That's yeah. like an NDG guy who drives around here with just, just like his truck full of old scrap and shit. Yeah, yeah. it's 11.30 p.m. through a loudspeaker, though. It seems like a weird advertisement plan. Like, yeah, I, I, I guess. Before bed, run down with your microwave and be like, grab a oh, couple of times, But instead yeah. of bringing out your dead, it's just like, she's like announcing she's coming by on, with the, the cart over to the, to the, from the microwave graveyard. Yeah, or it's like you forget, <laughs> you forget to bring out your garbage, but you forget to bring out your old microwave for the microwave lady. Like, <laughs> oh shit, is it Tuesday? <laughs> Fuck, it's the microwave, <laughs> microwave lady. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, more evidence uh, in regards to these bank robbers uh, was was given later on. Is further attributing like to, to the fact that the bounty hunter definitely was badass enough to do this thing is because uh, the bounty hunter disappeared completely after the El Giza bounties were claimed. So he was just he was just finished. He was like, oh, you know what? That's that's a lot of work. I did a good job. So I, I'm just gonna retire with my blood money. Ready to retire, and he's just like pieces and then like somebody writes in like their own blood before they die the bounty hunter they're like yeah. oh it must, it must <laughs> have been him <laughs> um he actually remained inactive for 30 years at this point until 2957 when his when, daughter again, takes up the mantle uh, sorry when his daughter takes up the mantle oh we don't know uh, once again, a mech warrior piloting a green warhammer started to claim bounties uh, on a group of pirates. Um, okay. This is actually when the name the Bounty Hunter became more or less official, as the pilot of this green warhammer was completely encased in either a hazmat suit or a suit of powered combat armor. I was really hoping you were going to say when the name the Bounty Hunter S became official. Bounty Hunter S? <laughs> yeah. Like oh, that. Bounty Huntress? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But so because they were always completely covered in the hazmat suit or inside the uh, combat powered armor, um, this man or woman uh, now, this is Bounty Hunter back, Bounty Hunter 2. Uh, did, there was, a, <laughs> was there a Bounty Hunter sometime in between where we didn't know? It's just they look the same. They're still an absolutely unstoppable killing machine, and they love claiming them bounties. Back cool. to Bounty Hunter. Back to Bounty. Yeah, exactly. Bounty Hunter 2, Revenge of Bounty Hunter. I don't know how many sequels we missed. They drew um, first blood. <laughs> also, a lot of the patterns were the same, so uh, they would travel around the, they would travel around the inner sphere and the periphery, claiming some of the highest bounties available, where, once again, the or-alive part of the bounty was still basically considered to be meaningless fluff. Super optional. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dead or alive. It's like, there's two choices, and I made one. I don't know what people keep getting so weirded out about yeah <laughs> alive is in right? like quotations on all the, on yeah, exactly. all the like dead or, dead alive. or alive it's like uh it's like made with real fruit juice it's like yeah i mean like you just read past that part yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's still living gut biomes in this dead person like yeah but bacteria still alive in there that's alive that's how what you wanted right the, how long does your gut live on past you oh like decades that's... yeah probably Gross. Gross. God, you should die with Dude. me. A good gut always goes down with the sh- the person, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the gut always goes down going down with the body. Yeah. <laughs> um, so people had assumed that the person inside the green warhammer had changed, uh, because if it was the same individual, they would have to be very old at this time. Yeah. Right, because they were inactive for thirty years and were already an adult when they were claiming bounties the first time in the twenty nine twenties, and now we're in the twenty nine eighties. Right? How, how do they know it was an adult claiming bounties the first time, and not like a six year old uh, prodigy or something? Well, they never saw like war, yeah, like with phone books inside the boots of the power yeah. armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Warframe's already got the childs in the robots covered, right? Warframe's yeah, already yeah, got, yeah, yeah oh, the, sorry, the, the yeah. Yeah. side robots. They, that's taken, yeah, yeah. spoilers. Uh, I, I, that, I that one, that's been one. taken. Um, so while the bounty hunter continued to work alone, uh, they started using a variety of battle mechs. So for this first three decades, they were only using the green warhammer, but they would also use the grasshopper or the griffin, uh, and by the 2980s, actually started working with a few other mech warriors. Always painted the same green, though. The bounty hunter was very consistent with style. Okay. Yeah. Uh, red, red, one, red, red 105, uh, green 204, and blue zero. Yeah, That's exactly. Like, yeah. Uh, well, always be shooting, get, always yeah. be rooting, always be piloting a green battle neck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. A, That's how you be a... It's important to have bounty. a good brand. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, uh, otherwise people would just think these random murders were by, being done by different people, and I don't want that. No, there's the whole fear factor too, right? Once you see that green thing, you're like, "Oh man, that guy's got a list, right? I'm next." Yeah, makes yeah. it makes um, it not shoot straight, you know. Yeah, yeah. Green is the hardest color to uh, shoot because it's so bright. Well, why do you think army guys blue. dress in green? But, yeah, it basically renders them inv- completely invisible. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <Duh>. Um, <laughs> so 
Now they started working with some other mech warriors in the 2980s. Uh, at first, these pilots were hired and fired as needed. However, after a few years in the 2990s, uh, their groups became more standardized. So it would be the bounty hunter, four to six other people, all in the same type of battle mech, all painted the same green. This really sounds like the plot of a video game now. Like you're you're oh, alone like at the recruiting. beginning, and then you're slowly recruiting allies as you're progressing through the game and like different missions. Yeah, uh, the bounty yeah. hunter was really upset with Mass Effect Three, and just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for it's like the years. army though. It's like the army, like you said, a bunch of guys dressed in green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like an army. Yeah. Um. So actually, Peter, where does most of this lore come from? Are you well, well, this is from this would be from the tabletop. Like the okay. the bounty hunter is a peripheral character in the tabletop game, so it would be from the guidebooks and and then the actual novelizations as well. Okay, that makes me horny. Yes, very horny. Um, <laughs> I I was at chapters like a week ago and was hoping to find like just a BattleTech starter book, and uh -huh. they're completely sold out everywhere in fucking Montreal. It is impossible. Yeah, yeah. Um, Never. what? <laughs> What? Just what? Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me come down there. I'm a oh, fuck a book of flight. Mexico, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> You're an hour behind. That gives me extra time. <laughs> he could throw the punch and he could be an hour away by the time it gets to you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's how that <laughs> I'm works. I'm taking my time zone with me. That's how it works. <laughs> um, coils in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's weird. Uh, Those so subtitles were written in Spanish. We're figuring they would attribute the green color of the mechs to money. Because obviously, Bounty Hunter is only really doing one thing. Okay, so he's like, bling, bling. bling. Those sea bills, dog. Um, this change in behavior gave further credence to the idea that the person in the suit had changed. Because the OG, or what people started thinking was the OG Bounty Hunter, always worked alone. He did And now worked alone. with somebody else. Like, people don't change. People so it must don't. be a completely different person. I don't. I still shit my yeah. pants since I was a baby. <laughs> yeah. I peed Why myself now? moments ago. Fuck <laughs> yeah, okay. it. Uh, I did podcasts as a baby. I'm going to die doing podcasts. People don't change. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, the other thing that began to change actually at this time here in the 2990s was the bounty hunter's reputation. Uh, because instead of taking bounties on people who had already been deemed criminals, uh, they would start accepting bounties that were simply high. So this eventually led to accepting bounties placed on basically anyone uh, if enough money was up for grabs. So this would be scientists, generals, politicians, or businessmen. Anybody that was the high bounty was finished. So they're, so they're just an assassin now? Yeah, exactly. Still hunting bounties, but people oh, putting man. bounties, you know, normally it was like, ooh, I, I don't want to assassinate no politicians, uh, j just criminals for me. And then it was like started to soften to the idea after mm -hmm. a while. A doctor in a maternity ward? Why should he die? Well, well, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a lot of zeros. So, yeah. well, you know what? The reincarnation I never made a whole of... lot of money asking questions. Yeah, well, the check's got to balance at the end of the day, right? Maternity life is being created. It's also got to go away. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. actually a really good point. So... The doctor probably took out the bounty on himself in that case. Delivers a baby, time to die. That's, oh, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. You, you got to deliver yeah. one and then, yeah. One and done, as yeah. they say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Only so much star stuff Doctors to pick up, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So much entire entirety of outer space to go around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ethan. <laughs> I just dribbled all over one. myself. <laughs> Uh, the bounty hunter uh, eventually embraced this image and started painting currency symbols on their battle mechs. So the Seabill logo okay. painted on it, uh, as well as wearing a fat-ass chain with the Seabill symbol on it. Okay. Uh, the power it sounds armor. Like a, it sounds like a sports team, by the way. The Seabills, like some sort of seagull or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We may have made that joke in a previous Battletech episode. I think of a bill like a, a beat yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, we have made right? that joke. Hey, you know, we have had this conversation before. There, there's uh, artwork out there. Yeah, there's <laughs> those pictures of it. It, yeah. it was throwing bird beaks at a robot, a mechanical stripper, is what it was. Right. Yeah. There was a mech stripping, <laughs> and somebody in the audience beaks. was throwing uh, like seagull beaks at the yeah. stripper on stage. Uh, there we go. We funny. Yeah, we put out some good lore content. boys lore. <laughs> we put out uh, good, good quality, family-friendly content. 
Tell your kids <laughs> about us, you know? Like... Uh, the power armor eventually also got something spray painted onto the front. It was real NI dollar sign dollar sign A painted onto where the collarbone would be. Okay. Real Nissa. That's not true. That didn't happen. <laughs> real, real Nissa Ravine oh. from Magic the Gathering. I gotcha. Because <laughs> yep. she's green. She's the green colored planeswalker. So that makes a lot of sense. Maybe she's inside the power armor. That would explain all the green. Yeah. Wouldn't explain. Um, it, would, it would. It would open up a lot more questions than it would explain. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, um, Peter. Peter, you know what? Throw out your script. We're gonna spend the rest of the episode talking about what if the bounty hunter was Nissa Ravain from Magic: The Gathering. Okay. okay. Now Nissa well, was I born on Zendikar. About her. She was born on Zendikar. She her like main goal for the longest time was to fight the Eldrazi. But now that the Eldrazi threat is kind of uh, been taken care of, uh, Mech pirates. Yeah. Well, we're looking at Nicol Bolas again, right? So. <laughs> which which mech has the power of magnets? Because that's probably the one that Nicol Bolas is using. Oh yeah, oh, I can it's... I can put in some good information on this. Mario has a brother named Luigi, and he's green. Oh, Luigi now, we... could be the bounty hunter. Yeah. Do we yep. think it's Luigi inside the mech suit? Okay, so uh, yeah. Luigi comes from the Mushroom Kingdom. Luigi's where... manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> Princesses get kidnapped, and there's a giant turtle who's uh, who often shows up inside either mechanical robots or as a mechanical robot himself. Mm. So, yeah. like Bowser has, already has a resume for piloting mechs. That's all I'm saying. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we're doing the universe connecting thing right now because as soon as one of them is a guest, as soon as the bounty hunter is like a guest spot in Soul Calibur, it's it's all finished. It's yeah. Closed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so eventually, because of this, like, basically, we'll kill anybody for money at this point. Uh, the reputation of the bounty hunter became one of a man or woman who was actually worse than the people that they hunted. Um, because, and this is the crazy part: you have to be some kind of fucked up if your entire reputation is based on hunting your fellow man and to have that change and make it look bad, make it look worse. <laughs> it's just like, Oh yeah. You know, oh, this is odd. I, I like um, the old bounty hunter. The people that they killed were much less reputable, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I consider the people who were murdered for money earlier to be much worse than yeah. the current people. Some of them um, were kind of a gray area, but like nowadays there's a lot of like, what seems like good people times change okay you can't just keep doing the same thing forever because people might not you know uh so our listeners at home won't won't see this but i feel like jamie's walking us into the bathroom right now you sitting on a pooper i had (laughs) muted myself just so i could blow my nose but now i'm I'm exposed i saw saw you grab toilet paper and walk away and then like yeah Put put the phone down. I was like, hmm, this is quite the adventure. <laughs> <laughs> the joy the joys of uh, recording from a phone, I suppose. <laughs> ASMR, but I'm stuffed up in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give us a deep breathe, there, James. Um, one of the most infamous stories of this uh, bounty hunter two uh, involved them and their team landing on the uh, House Davion planet of Makizian in 2996. Killing okay. two army generals along with multiple people that were in their way. Then, while returning back to the part of space controlled by the Draconis Combine, they landed on the mining planet of LeBlanc, hired a mercenary outfit to help them with safe passage, then once they were safe, killed the entire unit and sold their maps, mechs and their dropship. Damn. Okay. Like, completely ruthless at this point. Just betrayed it, her, her, his or her own people. Um no, they Davion. betrayed the mercenaries that they hired on their way back to Draconis space. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. like they're the own people that they hired, uh, yeah, not like, like the, is... I guess not the real crew. <laughs> no, not the hired the people they were with. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. It's uh, it's I'm talking about a different episode. It's not important. Oh okay. Um, <laughs> um, Davion, so... that's uh, Steiner. Victor Steiner Davion was like the hero of the Fedcom or the. Uh, the resistance against Fedcom. Uh, so he was part of the Fedcom civil war because that was a civil war between the joint houses of Steiner and Davion. Okay. And he was also involved in the clan invasion. I believe he killed Lincoln Osis with a katana. He did. He was the one. Yes. Yeah. Lincoln I remember that. It's been a year and a half. I'm sorry if that's wrong. <laughs> the battle of two um, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's been yeah. a year and a half. I know it would have been after that. Two keys when, um, Comstar showed up and was just like don't worry the internet will take care of this oh yeah yeah okay okay why's the internet got an army don't ask questions <laughs> you don't need to know that yeah 
<laughs> Google it. I dare you. Yeah, yeah. Why Let us turn YouTube back on. Army. It's like oh, that's weird. No results. Yeah, yeah. That's don't it. let them know. Don't let them know they can just Google things, guys. We're done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's our whole shtick. Peter. Can't believe you blew the whole lid off this operation. <laughs> Uh, so this brutal Bounty Hunter 2 uh, would continue operating this way for the next 20 years and eventually seem to take pleasure in pitting the royal houses against each other. Uh, this new hobby led some people to believe that the person inside the green Warhammer had changed again. Oh, so okay. now we some have people Bounty Hunter 3. Some people just Bounty Hunter 3. Okay. Because now it's just like, uh, you know, had your, ruthless, had your ruthless stage and now it's just like, now it's the politics stage where you just want to pit the noble houses against each other yeah okay for money it, it, it'd be like interesting if whenever the bounty hunter fails at killing their bounty the person just puts their suit on and like this looks like a good gig i'll just take over i'm obviously stronger than that guy <laughs> yeah oh, like some kind of honor <laughs> like yeah, um, well, like like outlander or highlander highlander yeah, yeah. highlander whenever you kill them you the gladiator yeah. did he yeah, you fought with the Gladius. That's what I thought of, and that was what we started with. So, came perfect. Full, full circle. circle. Bring it back. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, the bounty hunters in Soul Calibur. There we go. Full circle. <laughs> yeah, we did it. <laughs> uh, so, from 2998 to 2999, uh, stories circulated uh, that they would hunt down bounties for Colonel Katrina Steiner of the Lyran Commonwealth. So, that's House Steiner, mm-hmm. um, where he would present their heads to her. Okay. Yeah, so after That's... doing a mech fight, he would the pull the pilot of, out. The head of the mech or the head of the captain? The head of the pilot of okay. the mech. Okay. And present them to Colonel Katrina Steiner. Okay. Yeah, Not from House Steiner, also known as the Liren Commonwealth. Yeah. Not just a metal head. No. Or not just a, yeah, we destroyed their mech. He would also, they would also get the pilot out and decapitate them. Yeah, it must really suck for when you're playing the tabletop game that they keep taking the heads off your figurines, right? Like, those things cost a lot. <laughs> yeah. Stop, you're not allowed to play the bounty hunter again. Figurine in half. <laughs> you're always playing the bounty hunter, you're always breaking all my guys. break each other's toys. <laughs> Y'all just talked on top of each other twice for the same amount of time. Mm, sorry. One at a time, please. Peter, Peter and I are always in sync. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This you're conference thing is hard. Mm. <laughs> Um, so this lasted, this deal with, uh, Katrina Steiner lasted, you know, six or seven years, uh, when apparently they decided to flip-flop and began to hunt down Liren nobles, politicians, and generals. Ah, okay. So, so now why I was I working work? for you, and now, fuck you, I'm hunting down your boys. Yeah, exactly. Somebody else offered me literally one extra dollar, and that's all I'm in it for. <laughs> and this kind of pl- this kind of plays into that whole like pitting the houses against each other kind of like I don't give a fuck about your politics or your stupid houses or whatever like no loyalties to that only loyalties to me almighty dollar yeah but also Very... these people are stupid enough to hire the bounty hunter in the first place who is clearly a ruthless money driven maniac just yeah. like, no, no. <laughs> like he'll work for me yeah no like if I pay him or her it'll be fine it'll be fine yeah. what happens if somebody pays them more is apparently never a question that anybody asked themselves. It's like, nobody could possibly be richer than me, Katrina yeah. Steiner. <laughs> it's like, not you, here in the vastness of space. Do, do you really think someone like the bounty hunter would tell somebody else how much I paid them? Come on. Come on. You think you think they don't have scruples? This homicidal <laughs> maniac rampaging across the universe? <laughs> yes. What is a scruple? I've heard this word a lot, and I don't know what a scruple It's like is. a moral principle. Yeah, so like, someone who's unscrupulous would be immoral. Oh, that's why I haven't heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause you have a, a lack of scruples, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which does sound like a collectible in a video game. Yeah. <laughs> you got, like, Banjo has to go collect all the scruples. <laughs> um, where was I here? Right, uh, so this would continue for quite some time. Uh, the flip-flopping would continue for several years as they would begin kidnapping individuals on both sides of the House Davion and House Liao space borders, always one-upping their own deeds at the request of the other side that they had just targeted. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, in 3014, one of the most infamous rivalries would begin when the bounty hunter would ambush a lance of mechs led by Natasha Karinsky. And Karinsky should be a very important name that we all remember. I definitely remember hearing the name. Do not remember yeah, so the relevance. She, 
she is directly <laughs> yeah. descended from somebody very important that you can go listen to, listen about in an older BattleTech episode. Oh, is that the guy who led them to the outer rim? Yeah, yeah, to okay. the periphery. Yeah, like George Alexander Kerensky. Alexander, yeah. Alexander Kerensky. Yeah. Okay. Um, this was a huge deal because Natasha Kerensky is widely regarded as one of the deadliest mech warriors of the 31st century. So not even of her generation, of the entire century. It was just like that lady right there is basically unstoppable. So the fact that she was defeated at the hands of what we assume is Bounty Hunter Three is huge and should not be taken lightly. I'm, um, I'm, Peter, I'm taking it lightly. You can't stop yeah, me. Yeah. You don't take this seriously? <laughs> it, this, the stakes are extremely low to me. This fake event that hasn't happened for a thousand years? <laughs> or a thousand years from now? Yeah. Uh, so her unit was ambushed in an area that was once thought to be safe, uh, where she was forced to eject, and the force of the ejection actually knocked her unconscious. Uh, the bounty hunter then, to rub salt in the wound, actually claimed her signature mech, the Marauder, and used it as their own, painting it green, putting money symbols all over it. <laughs> yeah, and started to use that. Uh, Kerensky, did... sorry. Oh, sorry. Just so I could picture it, what does a Marauder look like? I'm picturing the boxy green ones for the bounty hunters. Is Marauder different from that? Yeah, the Marauder's uh, called a chicken walker because uh, it's got the inverted knees. Oh. It's very low. It's very sleek. It has a huge cannon on its back and two kind of like big arms with guns in them. Cool. Sick. Yeah. And kind of like a, 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 it's got a cockpit that looks kind of like a, like a bomber from World War II. Cool. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, basically defeated one of the deadliest people uh, in the galaxy and uh, stole her shit. <laughs> uh, Kerensky somehow ended up in possession of the Bounty Hunter's original Warhammer, possibly because they left it just at the site or left it somewhere easy but they ended up just like swapping mechs she didn't even uh, she didn't even use her her tow line on the back that we've that we have established she had to tow yeah, away other mechs. <laughs> <laughs> that just um, seems lazy. their rivalry lasted for years until 3027 where they were both abandoned by their respective employers and forced to work together um the bounty hunter would then disappear shortly after this okay uh, so this is one thing that we're not going to get into now, because now uh, the bounty hunter in this part of history kind of exists on the periphery of a lot of history that we have covered a little bit or whatever. Yes, but not the actual periphery. Not the actual, not the actual periphery. Okay. No, Conf confusing no. word to use. That's all I'm saying. I'm sorry. Uh, on the edges of history, <laughs> okay. not on the edges of space. Okay, no, like right. the periphery, like the periphery yeah. of history. Love that shit. Uh, yeah, think of <laughs> it's time. Much, it's much easier. And time and space are related too. It's doubly, yeah. <laughs> doubly confusing. Yeah, Jamie, stop confusing the audience, okay? If the, <laughs> okay. if there was no universe, there was no history. So think about that, Peter. Hmm? Mm, you're right. Um, <laughs> so this is <laughs> actually while we're talking about big questions, Peter set his stuff. Uh, his so he would his screensaver wouldn't go on and he wouldn't lose like the recording or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but you have to say set it to after never is when the screensaver will go on. When is after never? Is it before forever? <laughs> so stupid. It does sound uh, like a song. Yeah. <laughs> you broke my brain. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll carry on in that case. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned this in an old episode where the wars of succession uh, after the great houses because rich people just can't fucking get along and constantly need to fight each other. Uh, following the Fourth war Succession War in 3030, uh, which, like I said, I'm not going to get into, uh, the title of the bounty hunter actually passed to a person with a name this time. Oh. Uh, so this is, this was, the mantle of bounty hunter was patched to a man, passed to a name, a man named, excuse me, Michi Nokitsuna. Uh, too late. What? I was going <laughs> to guess their first name was Bound, their last name was Hunter, middle initial T. Theodore. <laughs> Bound Theodore Hunter. It was Boone, Boone Theodore Hunter, and they were just like, yeah, whatever, Boone T. Hunter. And it, was, yeah. it just got bastardized like a, just a galactic game of telephone. Some, like, some like yeah. extremely tired detective, like, that's it. I think we finally got a name. <laughs> All right. What do you got, Hopkins? I, I think first name Boone, last name Hunter. Uh, anything more than that to go on? Theodore for a middle name? 
wait a minute. <laughs> it's like that, uh, that backwards talking midget from Twin Peaks where it's like, Boone, T, Hunter. <laughs> Simpsons well, reference. Somebody will get that. <laughs> yeah. So what was the guy's name? It was Mitsubishi. Mi- Michi no Kitsuna. Of Michi, okay. Yeah, I said that out loud to myself a bunch while I was writing today, just so I could fuck it up as little as possible. But yeah, okay. Michi no Kitsuna. Um, of course, because it's involving the bounty hunter, nobody knows everything, and he certainly wasn't talking, uh, because how he claimed the armor and the mechs of the bounty hunter is unknown as usual. Uh, some, suggest, some suggest that he met the previous bounty hunter and his associate Vic Travers during the Succession War. Okay. The- yeah. Previous bounty hunters associate Vic Travers. Yes. I sorry. Am I being dumb to our sleep boy? And we talked about him. No, not okay. yet. This is the first time he's mentioned because if they met, it was during the Fourth Succession War, which again we're not covering right now. Just know the bounty hunter and his associate Vic Travers. Maybe they met, and maybe he took on the mantle. Okay, so our boy Hopkins, Michi. our our tired no Hopkins, the tired detective who was spiraling in on uncovering the bounty hunter's secret identity, uh, happened to find this Vic Travers and was like, I'm so close, boss. You gotta give me another chance to get him. I, I can taste it. Yeah, and then he retired and, and Batman beyonded his way into Michi Nakatsuna. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, we, we, yeah he, he, he Batman beyonded it. That, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Nokatsuna used the identity to hunt down the warlord uh, Grieg or Greg Samsonov, uh, because Samsonov, Samsonov, yeah, had its R I E G. Uh, yeah, I, without seeing the spelling, I love picturing that it was G R E G, and you were like, "Is that Grieg? How do I? That's, yeah. I've never seen that before." With a line over it. Yeah. yeah, I like that it's just such a plain name for a warlord. Like usually, a warlord will have such like a big, powerful name. Oh no, this is Greg. No, no, yeah, Greg. it's like, like a, a pocket protector. Yeah, it's a it's a New Zealand Greg. Oh, I'm Greg. Greg. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Greg Samsonov uh, had betrayed Nokatsuna's sensei, uh, Minobu Tetsuhara, uh, which led him to commit suicide because of the shame. Um, okay. Nokatsuna presented Samsonov's head to Tetsuhara's wife, carrying on the tradition of the bounty hunter of decapitating his marks. Uh, this would be uh, Tomiko Tetsuhara. However, she wasn't super into the whole trophy head thing and told him she didn't want to do that anymore. Uh, so following this, Nakatsuna gave the bounty hunter's armor and mech to the previously mentioned Vic Travers. Okay. So yeah. Vic Travers yeah. is getting re-outfitted. Uh, yeah, Vic Travers, yes. This is just written in so people would stop getting their models' heads broken off, I'm pretty sure. It was, yeah. it was a big yeah. <laughs> problem. <laughs> Give them an identity, finally. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> don't, don't, break, don't break the models. Give them to Vic Travers, and then Vic Travers gives them back to your friend completely unharmed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Travers would then use this identity uh, to mostly take out his competition. Um, in 3047, Travers violently and publicly executed a woman named Isabella Singus uh, because she was going around calling herself New Bounty Hunter, uh, and he was upset by this because it, this is an actual quote. She was stealing his shtick, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is still an expression in 1,020 years. People still say that. No, that's my thing. See, what she think she's doing? Uh, she can't do that. Yeah, and she was she was new bounty hunter, just like new goblin or new coke. I'm I'm new bounty hunter. We're blue now. Yeah, exactly. She just like <laughs> wear blue. He was just like, nah. She's ruining the whole thing. I'm gonna publicly execute her. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we have an episode about this as well that you can go listen to. Uh, when the clans invaded uh, in 3049, the bounty hunter appeared less and less. However, it is likely this is due to his taste for clan blood, as the majority of his new marks were from Clan Smoke Jaguar, uh, which, again, we covered in a previous episode. And the clans had better mechs than the home worlds, right? Yeah. They had uh, better mechs and genetically augmented pilots and soldiers. Oh, yeah. And so because he, they took science with, with them when they left. Is, so Ms. And Ms. nothing behind. Mr. Nokotsuna is not keen on getting these new mechs? Uh, he's not the bounty hunter anymore. Now it's Vic Travers. Oh, right. Sorry. To our knowledge. Okay. We also don't even know if Vic Travers is a real name. That's true. Yeah. Um, I've never so met a Vic a, before. So. Yeah. I've never met a Travers. That's a ridiculous name. Um. <laughs> 
So he had a taste for clan blood at this point, so people didn't see him that much because he spent a lot of time hunting down smoke jaguar clanners uh, and actually managed to claim a new battle mech from them, which would be the Timberwolf or Madcat. That's two names for the same machine. Madcats went out of business because they tried to make all the Rock Band peripherals and then Rock Band didn't do as well as they thought. Remember Madcats, the controllers? Yeah. (laughs) Sucks. Yeah, he was claiming all the plastic guitars from the Inner Sphere. Yeah. (laughs) What were you going to say, Ethan? I saw you raise your hand there. Uh, I was just going to say Madcats is the, the small, quick one from Mech Hunter. Did I get that right? No, it's a it's it's fast for its size, but it's a heavy mech. It's got okay. the it, it also looks like a World War II bomber. It's got two big missile racks on its shoulders and then two kind of low laser arms. Okay. It's Wait, also it a chicken do- walker. <clears throat> yeah. It just doesn't feel as good to drive as the regular one that comes with your N sixty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you give that one to your little brother, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was yes. the clear yeah. it was the clear plastic battle mech that had the lights on the inside and it didn't yeah. <laughs> The buttons were like functional but they were in the wrong place like just kind of off right so yeah yeah but and it did have that turbo it was like cheap plastic <laughs> yeah so yeah after you played smash too much yeah it did have like turbo buttons though that was kind of cool that's pretty yeah cool. which was fucking sweet that's what made the clan mech so much better was turbo yeah <laughs> um so that was that was in the 3040s and 3050s uh and then finally in 3067 old vic travers was feeling like he should probably retire uh, he had been grooming a new bounty hunter to replace him named Walt Yurisman. Um But of course, this is one of many aliases that Yurisman used. And even the wiki hyperlink redirects to the top of the bounty hunter page. So oh, yeah. I felt like a crazy detective getting misled. By like, Who's the bounty hunter, guys? And, uh, Shit was crazy. His real name, um, Vic Travers. Sorry? His real name, Vic Travers. Vic Travers. <laughs> Um, so anyway, th- this is when he was feeling like he was going to retire. He took one mission that didn't really go anywhere and it, that he didn't end up doing on Solaris 7, which is like a gladiator planet. But then he took on one more job. Uh, his actual last mission involved the capture of Kai Allard Liao, uh, Duke of the Planet of St. Ives. Uh, he was hired in mid to late 3067 by Duke Gregor, uh, Gregor Hasek. And then Travers manipulated mercenary companies and nobles to draw Kai Allard Liao out. Okay. So he goes crazy in this one here. What's up? Is it is it fair to assume that Kai Allard Liao's hands were very soft if he's on the planet of St. Ives? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody there is so moist. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, gosh. The atmosphere is mostly coconut oil. You can't grow anything. <laughs> <laughs> the, the soil is barren. It's so greasy you can't drive anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, by manipulating all these people, he actually learned that Kyler Liao, uh, Liao's young daughter was not actually in a safe house, but attending a normal school under a fake name. So, Travers kidnapped her, challenged her father to single combat for her safe return. Okay. Sick. Uh, Kyler Liao, for a time, was considered to be the deadliest mech warrior alive. So, another guy with like a huge, like, big dick reputation here. Got a However, sheet. even he was defeated by Vic Travers as the bounty hunter. In Spanish, that's Pene Grande. Yeah. <laughs> However, in, in, this bounty <laughs> was stipulated specifically, there was no dead or alive in this one. He was left alive, and Travers even returned his daughter safe and sound after leaving the system. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, so then the bounty hunter, after doing this, would disappear again, and then return as Walt Urizman, or that's what we assumed who they were. Uh, he remained under the employ of House Karita during this time and even saved Karita multiple times throughout the Blake Jihad in the 3070s, which again, we have an episode about. A whole episode. Yeah, yeah, a whole episode about the Blake Jihad. Uh, how about how a cult uh, arose uh, around the communications network and then, you know... It was like uh, if, Am- if there was a cult dedicated to Amazon that tried to take over the world, which is eerily like possible like that just seems way too realistic yeah. to make me comfortable. yeah well that would be yeah. the bezos jihad which is yeah. close <laughs> well, pretty, pretty... yeah or a group, of people, a group of people who uh went onto something maybe like reddit and then if they heard anything about anyone they would dox them and attack their family it's kind of like a cult you know like yeah, yeah it's like yeah, a cult yeah, exactly yeah if they could travel through space and also control all the communication networks <laughs> right 
Um, so that was ju- that was during the Blake Jihad in the 3070s. Uh, how long Walt Eurisman was the bounty hunter is unknown. However, it is confirmed that the bounty hunter was active during the Dark Age, which again we have an episode about, and they were last seen in 3115. However, after a botched job, th- they disappeared for over a decade, the longest period of inactivity since the 3050s. Just like any good celebrity with a botched nose job, you disappear for a while, right? Leave for a decade. Yeah. Come back as Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, uh, yeah. It was like Robert Downey Jr. Were like went to jail for possessing a, like an obscene amount of cocaine and then came out of jail, recovered, and now is Iron Man. Okay. Yeah. That's, I know that's you've never seen a movie. Of- that's one kind of nose job, I guess. Like yeah. putting a bunch of coke into it. But. Yeah, he's <laughs> putting a lot of work through the nose. Yeah, either way. Yeah, yeah. and it's all very expensive, no matter what. No, no. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, so the apparent identity of the bounty hunter would change again during the Dark Age. Of course, the Dark Age is when the communication network basically went like ninety-nine percent down. So it's even harder to understand what the hell's going on here. Okay. Um, and then it changed to what was apparently a man named Michi Fraser. Uh, however, this was very likely a made-up name by an individual with great knowledge of the history of the bounty hunter, as this name is a composite of the previously mentioned Michi Nokitsuna and one of the bounty hunter's past associates named Deacon Fraser. Okay. Yeah. So, so the chances pseudonym. are pretty fucking slim that this was this guy's real name and then he's also the bounty hunter or if there's <laughs> even a guy inside the suit in the first place because again until unless it's explicitly stated no one really knows or there is a god and he has a plan peter hmm? do you ever think of that <laughs> oh yeah you're right sorry <laughs> we forgot to open the, we forgot to open this episode with <laughs> with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> god's plan um but now the bounty hunter has been operating as like a character that people cosplay as but also makes them all basically immortal killing machines, which is kind of crazy to think yeah. about, right? Like everybody who's ever assumed the mantle of bounty hunter is just fantastic at at murder all the time. I uh, nobody thought I was anybody until I put on the mask, right? Yeah. Or because they're all wearing power armor, maybe the bounty hunter itself is. This is a lore boys fan theory because I'm a maniac. Maybe there's an AI in the suit that actually pilots the person, and they just use a human as, like, a front. Uh, I don't know what the state of AI in the Battletech universe is like, so that is, like, I just completely just just making that up. Yeah, I'm the suit. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the, the suit is me, and I'm the suit. Like, it's... They're using me. I'm not using it. That's it's interesting. Yeah, like n- yeah. nobody yeah. would trust... Nobody would trust an empty suit, so they just put a person inside of it because just the hollowed-out mask is untrustworthy. <laughs> I I can't imagine in the like past the year three thousand humans are allowed to drive anything, so oh self driving power armor because that's just reckless, right? Yeah. Like Elon just Musk's an empty helmet it. with like a paper mask of a person yeah. that just is trustworthy on it. It's just it's, like oh it's yeah, like, it's like in nineteen like early two thousand sports games when you see like the audience, it's just like one of those people like projected into the mask. It's just like oh, yeah. a really <laughs> shitty <laughs> low res like polygon person just like waving their arms <laughs> behind a mannequin head with sunglasses on. Yeah. <laughs> it's or it's like in Ferris Bueller that uh when his mom opens the door and it like rolls away from the door yeah. or whatever. It's yeah. just it's just one of those. And like uh so it's it's the best kept secret in the Battletech universe where like every mech pilot knows that they're not piloting their mech, but every mech pilot doesn't know that nobody else is doing it. So it's just yeah. like every, everybody's just like, no, no, I totally pilot my mech. Oh yeah, me, me too, man, me too, all the time, all the time. So they all just have like these <laughs> elaborate. The president, they tell you about the aliens. It's yeah. like that's that's, <laughs> the, that's the thing when they give you your mech warrior degree, they're just like, hey, by the way, the thing just does it by itself. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need to put you in there and put your life in danger. Yeah, through no fault of your own, but it's cool. <laughs> It's like if a self-driving car gets to an accident when you're in the driver's seat. Like, yeah. who gets blamed? Yeah. Amazon. Yeah, that's and a problem. The Bezos Jihad. Yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's your episode title. Uh, um, so finally, so this iteration, this incarnation of the bounty hunter, uh, this composite name, what was it again? Oh, Michi Fraser. Fraser. Uh, landed on the planet of uh, Irion in 3133 and immediately engaged with the leaders of Clan Spirit Cat and the Steel Wolves. Okay. These are two factions we have not talked about at all because at this point, the Bounty Hunter's story has gone further into the future than our episodes have. 
So this is really where I'm going to wrap it up. Because the last thing we talked about was the Blake Jihad. Like, the last chronological thing we talked about was the Blake Jihad? No, we did talk about the Dark Age, but more how it started and how it affected people. None of the actual politics. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll cover them at some point. I mean, there's so much Battletech lore that I could just do this forever. Um, but, like, I'll, I'll circle back to, like, some of the more political stuff as I could become more confident with writing these things. Because that's where you get, like, you need to be very good at putting things together instead of just like factoids and jokes that i normally do yeah because uh, like you'll need to remember specific people and everything they've done for it to make a whole hell of a lot of sense and the way it ties in right. together and yeah exactly um yeah i'm not I'm, I'm not very good at the fake politics yet i'm i'm, I'm working on it <laughs> um so these clans uh the steel wolves were new by the way uh these clans were attacking the faction known as the dragon's fury uh which are a dark age militant group who wanted to return all the previous Draconis Combine planets to their ancestral ruler. So I've mentioned the Draconis Combine. They're one of the great houses. Now there's a separate unit called the Dragon's Fury trying to get all their planets back after the Dark Age fucked all that up. Okay, cool. Um, the uh, Dragon's Fury is under the leadership of a woman named Katana Tormark. So I'll talk about her one day because she's fucking cool. That's but... a fucking cool name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> katana tormark and she's just like i'm taking space back <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure the last episode i watched of forge and fire that's what they made actually was katana tormark you gotta make a katana tormark <laughs> <laughs> um she employed the bounty hunter for quite some time and after the defeat of the spirit cats and the steel wolves she gave him a new marauder 2 battle mech uh which is a lot like the marauder that we talked about earlier just upgraded because it's the 3130s now instead of the original marauder i think was made like 250 years ago okay cool yeah um he painted part of it emerald green and named it the nokitsuna after his own namesake because remember Michi. he took the first name yeah. of michi nokitsuna and now he's named his marauder to nokitsuna um so as i said the bounty hunter does go on a little further than this than we've been on the podcast so i'm not going to carry on to the final incarnation the final and most infamous incarnation of the bounty hunter because there is one more that we know of after michi um but that's going to be the end of the bounty hunter for now okay the cliffhanger yeah i i hope when we do the next era in or the next epoch in in um battletech uh, that we'll get a chance to, that you'll remember to talk about him because I'm yes uh, well, I'm I'm so edged right now I'm like <sighs> you're what I'm so edged oh uh, uh, <laughs> let me take a bit of that edge off the next the next iteration the final iteration of the bounty hunter possibly the best version just goes by Jonathan <laughs> that's a that's fucking all. cool name though that's a fucking <laughs> cool name <laughs> eat your heart out katana. <laughs> katana tormark and jonathan the bounty hunter yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it that's our bounty hunter episode uh cool. i hope y'all enjoyed it uh, i loved researching it like i said when the hyperlinks would go back to the top of the page i was just like he's real <laughs> he knows i'm looking for him <laughs> so, so whoops uh so yeah that's it um i've been your host peter o'donoghue uh, Peter, you want to walk us through some viewer mail? Do I want to walk you? Well, we've got two. So do you have Gmail up right now? Uh, I can pull it up. Because I'll read the first one here, because this one made me laugh out loud uh, when I found it. This one is actually from this morning. Uh, okay. And if you guys want to join uh, the ranks of these illustrious maniacs, uh, you can send us an email at loreboyspodcast at gmail.com. Um, so the one that I'm going to read here is uh, from a man named Steven. Um, and he actually sent a follow-up to us after we replied. So I'm going to read his first one and then his response. Because, Stephen, if you're listening to this, I almost spit my drink out when I read this email. So the first one we have here is, hey, guy hey guys, big fan here. My favorite podcast is The Witcher Podcast. It may be because I love The Witcher 3 so damn much, but hey, who knows? I really hope you guys could do more about the Witcher history, and I missed the longer podcasts, which is something I've heard a couple times, but I don't know if we can go back to the three-and-a-half-hour shit. <laughs> Not right now, at least. It, yeah, it's such a tax on us more than anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he says, I'm now on the Stardew, Bo Stardew Valley podcast and can't wait to hear more. I love you guys so much. Keep it up. And if you guys are really going to do Kingdom Hearts lore, I would say get the podcast, uh, get the podcast members of of got it memorized 
they can help you. Oh, excuse me, got it memorized being a different podcast. Right. Um, yeah, we'll keep this and we'll consider reaching out, definitely. Um, I responded by thanking him and all that good stuff. And then finally this morning, he sent us a follow-up emails. Hey guys, sorry, but I listened to your guys' podcast more than I realized and never told you guys my name or where I was from. I'm Steven <laughs> and, I'm from, and I'm from New Jersey. You guys can leave this part of me forgetting to tell you guys out of this podcast if you guys ever do a shout-out to me or or not it's your podcast do whatever the fuck you want but keep up the amazing work yeah awesome. so so i guess we'll leave that part out uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> just bleep out that whole answer yeah, yeah. um i got one from woody uh yeah. who who wants us to do a gundam episode he says specifically a series on universal century and if that's popular an episode on wing would be groovy uh Thanks for the tip, Woody. I've been meaning to do or meaning to look into an episode on Gundam because I have a friend who's really, really keen uh, as well. A friend who's also a listener who's been telling me to do it for a long time. Uh, I've Woody been also thinking says, about it since I started doing Battletech because they have a lot in common. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Woody also says, keep up the great work. Love the Battletech apps in particular, which seems poignant to, to mention on today's episode. Uh, thanks so much, Woody. Thanks so much, uh, Stephen for uh your feedback for your comments honestly like it's the best feeling to wake up in the morning and to see like oh you got a new email and it's like one of you guys just reaching out about something about the podcast it's like an awesome yeah. feeling um i've been ethan palmer you can find me at ethan the dead man our hundredth episode is coming up in a week i think uh we're not prepared Ooh, not that no it jamie's gonna be back from mexico for 100 100 uh, definitely because the i did the most recent artwork and it's like 89 or 90 so we have like 10 yeah. weeks <laughs> we have 98 episodes on our hosting service right now that's all i'm saying and we're putting out an episode today so that'd be 99 but we do have some like yeah there's like yeah. that update one where we're like hey we're not gonna be making an episode there was the e3s yeah. uh i think we could swing it that our hundredth is all together. i hope so anyways for sure uh if we do, we're gonna do a spec like i think we're gonna do something special so it might not be like the actual hundredth episode but we'll do like a hundredth episode special or whatever and we'll just call and uh, like we'll go 99 101 and then release some kind of spectacular episode. If you guys have ideas of uh, the kind of shit that you would like to hear us do or say, we have a couple ideas that we're still brainstorming. <coughs> Full of shit. Um, <laughs> but if you guys have ideas, please like let us know. Email us, tweet at me, at Ethan the Dead Man, at Lower Boys, uh, Lower Boys Podcast. Uh. Yeah. Well, I was actually thinking it'd be cool to get a couple testimonials. So if there's any of you out there who feel comfortable recording like... Uh, 15 to 30 seconds of what you think about the podcast we might put it in there because uh, i really like that idea uh but like ethan said we're still brainstorming yeah yeah and where can uh, i find you jamie when you're jamie. not in mexico um you can find me uh, mostly on steam lately j-a-y-m-i-l-k-64 my picture is of an elephant seal uh you should be able to find me uh and uh also play Warcraft, James Miller underscore TLB on Instagram. If you want to follow all of my uh, adventures in Mexico, I'm chronicling them. And that's it for me. Uh, and for anybody who wants to support the show financially, we do have a Patreon. I think it we got do. paused because we're shit heels who don't put out episodes on time. Um, <laughs> But we do mean to be better at that. Uh, so it's going to get unpaused at some point. Uh, we only have the one tier right now, which I don't know. It's $3 a month, I think, something like that. It's just a nice little yeah. way of saying thank you. Uh, if you're not interested in that, we do accept uh, custom drawings on pieces of paper. And that goes towards your uh, Lower Boys Prime membership, which is different from the Patreon. We had to stop accepting cash uh, as a membership for tax reasons. It got really weird. We're being audited right now. It's it's uncomfortable. Uh, but Lower Boys Prime is... the most stressful time of my life. Yeah, Lore Boys Prime this week is a pretty special thing. As you guys know, um, being a Lore Boy is much more a title than an actual name. Nobody here is actually named Lore Boy. It's just we assume this kind of suit that we pilot together. And uh, for anybody who, who signs up for Lore Boys Premium and sends us a, a custom drawing to our P.O. box, which doesn't exist, uh, we will put your name on the shortlist to be the, our, our successor when we're eventually killed in action. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You could also just uh, write your testimonial and put it on one of those candle-powered paper lanterns. It'll find its way to us, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, it, they always do. It's crazy. They I always so do. Many. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't we get it. It's weird. <laughs> we also accept C-bills. So if you do have C-bills, the auditing system doesn't really account for those, so we can take them. Yeah. yeah. A, a nice way to slide um, it past Uncle Sam, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, especially sending it to Canada is the easiest way to slide it past on <laughs> Mexico <laughs> to Canada. Just like um, hop, hop right over. Is that what Canadian money is called? Because it's like bills from Canada, so it's sea bills? Or sea bills, exactly. yeah. I don't yeah. know. I haven't been there in a while. But, yeah. um, and that comes and no, oh, I haven't. Yeah, I, I thought you already I did done yours. my outro. You did yours first. Uh, you can find me at Pete O'Donoghue on Twitter, and uh, I'm catching up on my work. You can check out three <laughs> new images on the Lore Boys podcast on Instagram. Um, and also, I did. I did want to plug this. We are nine subscribers away on YouTube from having a custom URL to make that easier to find. So this was actually be the only time uh, that I would like nine of you to go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's the Lore Boys, and then we can get a better URL uh, for that. Listen, and not Jim, one more. Jim, uh, Melanie, Scott, Thomas, Bethany, uh, uh, Diana, Greg, uh, Greg uh, Peter, Peter, are you subscribed, Peter? To our to our yes. channel? Yes. On your personal account? On my personal account, Peter, I'm not Peter, you go double check that. You go double check that. I'm not sure that I am. I have two YouTube <laughs> no, accounts. I'm, I'm not right sure now. I'm subscribed on either of them. We might be able to just handle I'm this ourselves, right. honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm that constitutes. We don't need you at all. We'll just take care of this. <laughs> and that constitutes. That constitutes. Lore boys. Lore boys. Dab dab My name is Peter, and this is sorry. a test for uh, our, our well, remote sorry. round table. Sorry, wait. Uh, I was I was talking there. I'm sorry. Yeah, I talked. We all started at the same time there. Oh. <laughs> you left such a pause. Yeah, like, I froze was, up. I'm not I'm not used to this. It was so polite. Okay, well, here's my audio test. What about you, Jamie? Uh, and this is what I talk like. Here's my fucking audio test. Yeah. Jesus. Well, not like Dead Space. When yeah. I played uh, Raven Home for the first time, I was for obviously very young. The game came out in 2004, yeah. and it mortified yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, those little head crabs that hit you, and then they get the neurotoxins, so you go down to one health. It's like, the poison yeah. ones, yeah. Yeah. They're also, like, they also take like 10 bullets to kill, but yeah. if you hit them with a crowbar once they die, you're just like, I don't get it. <laughs> Gordon wielding a crowbar in one hand can kill a monster in a single hit, but then he has to shoot five times. He's <laughs> just like, why you carry a gun at all? <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.